like keys are to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cutback. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. I'm going to talk to you today of some news update. Elijah Mitchell in the news, not for good reasons, comes out of the game. You know, there's question marks. What happened to Elijah? Now we've got the answers. Also updates on George Kittle, possible trade involving Jimmy Garoppolo, and then some possible running back options because Elijah Mitchell is going to be out for a while. That's right. Elijah Mitchell gets an MRI, and he has suffered a... MCL sprain that's going to keep him out for two months at least, according to Kyle Shanahan. So that is not good. That means he's high, uh, headed to the IR, and the 49ers need to make a move. They're probably going to need to bring someone onto this roster, another running back. Right now, the capable running backs they have left with Elijah Mitchell headed to IR, of course, Jeff Wilson Jr., the veteran, and then two rookies in Jordan Mason, the undrafted free agent out of Georgia Tech, and then TDP, Tyron Davis Price. Out of LSU, the 49ers' third-round pick this year. Uh, Davis Price did not dress for week one. Jordan Mason did. However, he played special teams only. He did not log a single carry in this football game. It was Jeff Wilson Jr. that was getting all the carries. So that is the big news. Elijah Mitchell is going to be out for two months. I think the 49ers definitely didn't want this to happen. Elijah Mitchell didn't want, but I saw this injury happen during the game. Seen him get hit from the side and the knee went the wrong way. I'm actually happy that it's only an MCL sprain. It could have been much worse. Uh, I feel bad for the guy. He missed six games last year. Now he's going to miss over two months of the season. Start. The only good news is it appears he will be able to come back. But the 49ers are going to have to make some moves here. Uh, they have an open roster spot once they move him to the IR. Do they go ahead you know, and sign someone officially to the 53-man roster like Deshaun Gibson? Or do they bring in another guy off the practice squad maybe that they want to use? Or are they going to use that position for a running back? Part of the reason they might need to use it for a running back is they don't have any veteran spots on their practice squad. So if they were to sign a veteran running back with more than two accrued seasons, they would have to go ahead and move on from somebody else. They could do that easily. They can move on from Keith Sutherland and just know that, hey, we're going to go have to go with Blake Hans if an injury happens to Jake Brendel. That's within the realm of possibilities as long as Hans is capable and ready to go. If not, though, if you need to keep Sutherland and you need to keep the rest of the veterans like Malik Turner, like Tayshawn Gibson, Dante Johnson, um, those are guys that they have to have on their roster. You know, And you're going to have guys like that, Kamoko Ture as well. You don't want to lose them then you can't sign a veteran to your practice squad, which means you could sign one to your active roster. So that could be the case. Now, let's go through a few of the running backs that could be available for the 49ers if they decide to go with a veteran running back. Uh, first off, I think the name that makes the most sense is Marlon Mack. And if you've been on this channel for a while, you know I've talked about Marlon Mack. He's an absolute fit for Kyle Shanahan's offense and what he does. He's been with the Houston Texans. Uh, they did not keep him. They released him. He ended up going to the practice squad, and then they moved on from him from the practice squad as well. But Marlon Mack is ready, capable, and willing to be used. Uh, the 49ers could definitely get him. He's a guy that showed potential 
rushing for over a thousand yards in a season. That could be a dynamic, you know, veteran to add to this group. Definitely proven that he can do it. That way you can go ahead and use one of these rookies a little more sparingly because of what Kyle Shanahan said in his press conference was it's not so much what the rookies are doing with the ball, but without. Um, so these guys are still developing without the ball, which means the blocking aspects and things like that, understanding where they're supposed to be and what they're supposed to do. So bringing in a veteran who has that understanding might be what the 49ers need to do, especially in the short term. Eventually, Jordan Mason and TDP could be ready to take on a huge load. We'll see if the 49ers decide to go veteran. Another veteran player that is available is Tevin Coleman. And Tevin Coleman has been with the 49ers before. He's one of Kyle Shanahan's guys. And we know how the loyalty program goes for Kyle Shanahan. So he played for Kyle in Atlanta. He played for him here in San Francisco. So Tevin Coleman could be a possibility out there. He was released by the Jets, and now he's a free agent. So Marlon Mack, Tevin Coleman, two veteran possibilities for the active roster, maybe even the practice squad if they move on from someone like Sutherland. So those are a couple of names to keep in mind. Don't know for sure if that's where they'll go. Uh, as far as young guys go, Abram Smith out of Baylor. He was with New Orleans. Uh, the Fourniers actually brought him in for a workout. So he's someone they're familiar with already. If they just want to add a player that can easily move on you know, from a, a wide receiver um, like Weddington that they had just signed and then bring on Abram Smith, that's something they could do if they just want to have another running back, another young guy. I think it would be smart to go with a veteran uh, but a young guy might fit their practice squad, and they could also go both. Sign a young running back to the practice squad that they could start working with, all the while bringing a veteran to the 53-man roster. And then the last name that I'm going to bring up, and there's plenty of undrafted free agents that are available for the 49ers if they want to sign them to their practice squad. But Master Teague was someone that I was interested in, Ohio State former teammate of Trey Sermon, but at 5'11", over 220 pounds, and ran a 4 uh, four five forty right around in there at his pro day means the dude has got extreme athletic ability. He was with the Steelers. It didn't work out. Now he's free agent, but he fits the body type of what the 49ers are doing at running back right now. Boy, at least he gives you an idea of somebody they can target. So there's, there's some names out there. There's other names as well, like Zaquandre White, who I really like a lot out of Florida State. He did not land on any team right now, so he's available. So there's plenty of names available for the 49ers in the running back position just depends on if they want to go veteran, you know, sign them to the active 53, or if they want to go the practice squad route. And then there's a lot of maneuvers that they have to make there. But the big news, of course, Elijah Mitchell is out. He's going to be out for two months. So eight to 10 weeks, what Kyle Shanahan said in his press conference. Not good for news for the 49ers run game. And, you know, one of the big parts of that run game is George Kittle. And Kyle Shanahan had some conversation about George Kittle as well when he made his presser. Uh, he went ahead and talked about the fact that Kittle was close. Uh, Kittle was really close to being able to play in Chicago. But on Saturday before the game, they decided that, you know, there was a no-go for Kittle. They were going to be more careful with them. So Kittle is right now day-to-day. -day. Kyle would not give an update on his status and if he'll be ready to go for Seattle or not. Um, but it's an interesting thing there because um, George Kittle definitely is somebody that the 49ers need. And it was very apparent in blocking and in the passing game, that George Kittle could have made a huge difference for this football team, but he was unavailable. So the 49ers went with Tyler Croft, who got the most snaps at the 37 snaps. Uh, obvious that he was tight in one in this game. I've seen people talk about maybe Ross Dwelly was tight in one, but with him and Charlie Warner logging 19 and 17 snaps, respectively, it was definitely Tyler Croft. He more than doubled their snaps. 
So Croft is the guy they're counting on. This is something I saw consistently through training camp was Tyler Croft was getting tight in one reps when George Kittle wasn't available. But going that route makes a lot of sense for the 49ers uh, using these three tight ends. But hopefully Croft and these other tight ends can get more involved because besides Ross Dwelly catching one pass for 11 yards, there was no impact from the tight ends in the receiving game. We know George Kittle brings that. But will George Kittle be ready? Because when it comes to a groin, you just never know what you're going to get. That's the scary part of groin injuries. One moment you feel good. The next moment, you do a little twist or you twist your foot a little bit out and your groin just hurts again. So this is something the 49ers need to be careful. They need to make sure they don't run into a situation where it's like Elijah Mitchell where all of a sudden George Kittle's on the shelf for you know six to eight weeks because of a, a serious groin pull. Can't have that. We need him to get healthy. All the while, they need to win football games. It's really a, a struggle. Then, of course, we got George Kittle's number one guy, Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy Garoppolo um, is being mentioned now with Dak Prescott being hurt about potentially getting traded to the Dallas Cowboys. And the media, of course, asked Kyle Shanahan what he thought about this. And he said they'll always take calls. Uh, so I don't know if, if that is a ringing endorsement for this happening, you know, the 49ers going ahead and trading Jimmy Garoppolo to the Dallas Cowboys. I think it's just Kyle Shannon saying what he would say about any player. Kind of like, oh, yeah, we're going to we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see if Dallas kicks the tires on Jimmy. Uh, but with Dak Prescott being out for a while, it, it seems to be a landing spot that is heating up around the league. I'm not sure Jimmy Garoppolo would ultimately be really excited about going to Dallas for a couple of reasons. Number one, their offensive line is not that good right now. Number two. When Dak comes back, that makes Jimmy Garoppolo a lame duck, and he's a backup quarterback for a possibility of a team that he doesn't want to be on. Different about being a backup quarterback with San Francisco where you're comfortable in your environment, you're comfortable with your teammates uh, and, and the system you're running. It's a whole other thing to be a backup somewhere else where you got traded. So I, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo would be really, really excited about that landing spot. Um, but I think there are going to be other spots that come available as the year goes on, and let's see if the 49ers entertain those any. Um, I think right now it, it seems like a smart move to hold on to Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance was taking a lot of hits in week one. I want to see how that slows down when we get to Seattle. If the amount of contact he gets on run plays and scrambles kind of slows down, then I'm going to feel more comfortable with Trey Lance being able to make it all 17 games. That's something that the 49ers definitely need to do. And until then, I think you hold on to Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a cheap uh, backup quarterback, but the best backup quarterback in the league. You're not going to move him for pennies on the dollar now. There's no reason to. Contract is fantastic. You've already got him fitting in your salary cap, and you've got a player there that if something happens to Trey Lance can step in today and make big-time plays for your football team. So I, I like the, the dynamic of having these two quarterbacks together just got to get the run game figured out and elijah mitchell is going to be a big loss elijah mitchell's a big part of this run game is it was no joke that he was rushing for 6.8 yards a carry and that the injury where he gets hurt is actually on a 16 yard run his long of the day elijah mitchell was getting stronger he was getting faster he was starting to fill himself in that game and i believe that injury was very costly for the 49ers not only in that game where i believe elijah mitchell would have helped them win but for the next two months, it's going to be tough to replace him. Let's see how the 49ers end up trying to handle replacing him. Will they go with one of the veterans that we talked about? Marlon Mack, uh, Tevin Coleman seem to be the usual suspects. There's other names out there as well. 
but the 49ers could definitely be interested in like Devontae Freeman. That could always be a possibility. Or Todd Gurley. I don't expect uh, Gurley or Freeman to be high on the 49ers priority list. There's other guys out there as well that they've had before, like Jacquez Patrick, who they brought in last year. But we'll see what the 49ers do. They could also go out and trade for someone knowing Elijah Mitchell is going to be out you know, for two months. You could make a little move. You have extra draft capital at the end of your draft. Potentially, that's a possibility too. But um, we'll see. We'll see if they just roll with the three guys they have. They bring someone in. I would fully expect them to bring someone in, whether it's on the 53 or on the practice squad. But you never know with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch to kind of do their own thing. But we do know we need to get these guys healthy. George Kittle needs to get healthy so he can help offense and help Trey Lance. And we need to get Elijah Mitchell healthy so that offense can go to the next level. Until then, we're probably going to get one of the rookies getting extensive carries and Debo Samuel maybe with an expanded role at the wide back. But let me know who you would like to sign. Would you like to sign Marlon Mack, Tevin Coleman, one of these young guys like Abram Smith or Master Teague? Or is there another name that I didn't bring up? Let me know in the comments section who you would sign. And also, let me know what you think about Elijah Mitchell. Do you think he's injury prone? Or do you think that last year was one thing, but this year, you know, the hit, it would have taken anyone out. Uh, I'm curious what you think about this. Um, so that's the big news. Elijah Mitchell is out for two months. George Kittle is day-to-day. -day. We'll see if Kyle Shannon updates us as this week continues. And if George Kittle makes it out to practice, if he does, of course, that can mean he's going to play, and we'll keep an eye on Jimmy Garoppolo if he ends up getting moved. I'm not expecting a move to happen unless Dallas absolutely woos the 49ers with an offer, which I don't think they're going to do. So uh, this is your 49ers news update right here from 49ers Cutback. Today on the channel, check out the shows that are coming out. The Ant Hill Show coming out at 11, and then at 1 o'clock, we got the bonus episode of 49ers Face Off. It's normally a Patreon-exclusive but it's available to you this week uh, right here on YouTube as part of our bonus episode. So check it out. And then on Wednesday, Slightly Offsides bonus episode coming over from Patreon to YouTube for this week only. Check them out. Let me know what you guys think. And if you like them, hop over to Patreon and subscribe. There are weekly shows, two extra shows there. Also film breakdowns coming this week as well. So thanks for watching this 49ers news update. Hope you guys all have a good one. Stay safe and remember the right way is always the 49ers.